Hi, Neil Parker, FX Market Strategist with NatWest Markets. We hope you enjoy the piece that I've written on the outlook for the second half of 2020, particularly given the first half of 2020 has been so difficult. To note, the UK has been left almost 22% smaller in economic output terms versus Q4 2019, whilst Europe is 15% smaller and the US is around 11% smaller all thanks to something that nobody really foresaw at the end of last year. The UK was the largest faller in the first half of the year, with economic output down 22%. However, June did see an impressive 8.7% month-on-month rebound. That said, UK and EU trade negotiations are unresolved into the second half of this year, and the labour market is yet to post a recovery, with further redundancies already announced across a number of key sectors. So there are a lot of challenges for the UK to make in terms of fully recovering the lost economic output, which is likely to take not months, not even quarters, but potentially years. Furthermore, as far as the UK economy's recovery is concerned, it is likely to look very different depending on which sector you're looking at. For the pound, there are some risks associated with the UK-EU trade deal, and likely more risks of a weakening rather than a strengthening. If the probability of no deal increases, then I'd expect to see the pound come under additional pressure, whereas a deal, no matter how rudimentary, would offer the pound some relief. Europe suffered significantly at the outset of the coronavirus outbreak, with first Italy, then France and Spain, all seeing the rates of infections climbing alarmingly. That led the governments of Germany and France to propose to the European Union an ambitious plan of grants and loans to support those countries and economies most affected by the pandemic. The agreement to provide 750 billion euros in loans and grants to the worst hit countries of the European Union was seen as a game changer by not only those countries, but also financial markets as well. And it led to significant support for the euro that wasn't there prior to the agreement being reached. So is the dollar in for more weakness? Clearly part of the sell-off around the dollar has been the monetary and fiscal response to the coronavirus pandemic. Fiscal and monetary authorities have spent nearly $3 trillion each, and there's still the chance that the US government spends more money in support of the economy, given the second wave of coronavirus infections and the negative effect this has had on the US's recovery. Politics may well dominate economics over the next few months, and any closing of the polls between Biden and Trump could create greater uncertainty for FX markets, which the dollar tends to thrive off of. Whilst the first half of the year saw the US perform better than the likes of the UK and Europe. The third quarter may well see a significant change. Some underperformance in the US economy is expected because of the spike in coronavirus cases in June and July. That led to a number of businesses having to close. It led to statewide lockdowns and it led to quarantines between US states. Although this may not have a material impact in terms of the US's performance versus the UK and Europe in the whole of 2020, it does mean that for a change, the US will be one of the worst performing economies rather than one of the best. The US presidential election is set to take place on the 3rd of November. At the moment, the aggregate of recent polls puts Joe Biden comfortably ahead of incumbent Donald Trump. That said, in 2016, Hillary Clinton led Donald Trump comfortably at this point, but, as we saw, lost when the votes were counted. The question for the US electorate is whether they want to stick with more of the same as far as Donald Trump is concerned, or move 
to a completely different direction with Joe Biden. They will certainly adopt very different economic policies depending on who is elected. So that's it with regard to the H2 update. It certainly feels like it's going to be a busy and potentially volatile period in markets in the run-in to year-end. I hope you found it interesting in terms of the markets, economies and currency pairs covered. And remember, there is more detail in the article that these comments are linked to. If there is any other area that you would like to hear more about, you can get in touch via email, which is neil.parker at natwestmarkets.com. Thanks and goodbye.